Aloha, and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Wedding Talks podcast. Today, I sat down with Chris J. Evans of Chris J. Evans Photography, and we talk about all things style in weddings. So let's dive into this episode. Chris, I'm super stoked to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for joining me virtually through the internet here. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. Super stoked. We follow each other on Instagram and um, I think we're, we're big fans of each other, but we've only worked, I think, like one or two weddings together. And uh, I know you moved to California and you were living on Maui for a really long time and you shot weddings all over Hawaii and you still shoot weddings in Hawaii all of the time. Um, but uh, and, I'm, and I'm pretty sure we'll probably work together in the future, but... Can you just let me know and let everybody who's listening know just a little bit about your uh, background, how you became a wedding photographer and kind of your journey through Hawaii and then now where you're at now and you still fly out here to shoot weddings, but um, I'll just let you take it away. For sure. Awesome. Yeah. It's been such a fun story. You know, my wife and I moved to Maui in 2010 and um, I was never even in the wedding industry. I was, I've been a photographer for a long time, shooting fashion, bands, editorial products, fun stuff like that. Um, and then when we ended up in Maui, I just a girlfriend of ours asked me to shoot her wedding on Kauai, and I was super reluctant. And she was like, "Dude, your wife's a bridesmaid. Your, your daughter's a flower girl. Like, you got to come do my wedding. It's on Kauai. I'll buy your ticket." I'm like, "Okay, okay, okay." So. Um, I just kind of reluctantly said yes, and she said, look, just don't think of it as a wedding. Just think of it as one of your cool fashion shoots. Everyone's going to be dressed up. There's going to be all this style. I'm like, okay, cool. So I just kind of went into it with that approach, and I had never – I'd only even been to a handful of weddings in my life at that point. Anyway, um, so I just kind of went into it just thinking of every moment as this opportunity to tell this fun story. Um, this fashion forward kind of story for her and she loved it. I put him on to Facebook and then the ball just kind of started rolling from there. Good old uh, Facebook back in the day. I feel like that was the only way to get your work known. Uh, oh yeah. Instagram it's, didn't even exist yet. <laughs> Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. It's all over the place now. Um, yeah. There's, there's lots of different places you can plug your, your content to get seen. Um, yeah. Your, your style is, is awesome. Your your coloring, um, just the way that I, f- I feel like you turn every wedding up a notch. Like even if the wedding is high end, you like turn it up even more. Like it's. I was talking to a friend recently, actually David, uh, who I share an office with, who I know shoots with you every once in a while. He does wedding videos, and we were just talking about how like, you know, every wedding is special, but some weddings just aren't to certain levels like as other ones and that's just due to budget how many guests you have there's just so many different variables with weddings and every wedding is unique but you have a a knack or you have a talent for making any wedding look amazing so we just wanted to uh, me and david wanted to just give you that little praise but Uh, i appreciate that you know what it is too i think it's just it's going into each experience like really the top of my mind is this is already such an elevated day for our couples. Like they've already been fantasizing of this, at least for the year they've been planning, you know, if not, you know, for a long time, everyone sort of imagines what their wedding will be like one day. So I just always want to go into each one, like top of mind, how can I elevate this day even further for them with that body of work and that experience that they'll just truly never forget. What's, what's like one thing you always look for at a wedding day? Like what's, what's, like the one goal you have, I guess. Just 
you know, and I've been leaning more into this in, in the last like couple of years, I think maybe as, as I'm just getting like more mature as an artist, but the, the biggest thing I look for now, and even in when I'm screening my clients and interviewing with them is, is this couple madly in love with each other? Are they crazy about each other? Do they have this incredible chemistry? Do they want to have this experience that is, that is larger than life? And for me, when all those elements are there, what I've been honing in on mostly now is how can I tell the truth, A, about their love story, their family dynamics, their experience, because when I can tell the truth and I can find the truth, that's where the beauty really, truly just blooms from. And like for me, it's like finding the beauty requires telling the truth in these love stories and the way I capture things. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm, I'm the same way as far as like couples that are in love and you can tell are super in love. And I know it's like something that should be just like a given, right? You're married, <laughs> you should be in love. But it, it is like couples that are like madly in love with each other. And like, it, for me, it's super just happy and smiling all day. I just, I hunt for smiles. Like when I'm filming, I'm always trying to either the guest because they're happy that the couple's getting married or the couple. And like, that's what I'm searching for throughout the day. And I feel like that's a huge thing. It's, it's, I think enjoying your wedding day and letting that love and that happiness shine through makes our jobs easier because then we're able to find those moments. No, a hundred percent. You, so you have a, a big background in fashion and a keen eye for style. So how does your approach in capturing the essence of the couple's wedding day uh, work with that? Yeah. So, you know, what I've kind of been leaning into a lot lately, and I think it's, it's also a part of my end of how I've, I've shown so much of that side of me. Um, my love of fashion, my relationship to fashion, how I utilize fashion as not only something that just fills me up, but also how I present my personal fashion to the wedding day has all sort of become really front of house for a lot of my clients. And so when I'm telling my stories on Instagram and other social medias and I'm I'm dressed up in my custom suits and I'm looking really sharp, the clients I'm tending to attract now they are admiring me and are inspired by me for that sense of fashion. And they know that I, what I can bring to the table just from, from my relationship to it is exactly what they're looking for. You know, it's, it gives me one other layer of connectivity to my couples um, that, you know, before I was like wearing suits and like that whole thing, I, I don't know. Maybe I was just attracting a different client then, but it wasn't the same type of relationship I was building with my couples. So would you say that the the type of client that you attract is like what you wear is like what is attracting that type of client? So there's a connection between the two. Um, yeah, and, and I don't think it's necessarily what I wear exactly, but it, it's my relationship to fashion. I love style and I want to present myself that way. So I think that's just attracting clients who also love style and want to present themselves that way. Um, mm -hmm. That's A. And then B is, you know, I do feel that, you know, my attire does does help me in elevating my brand and booking more clients because so many so many guests and people have been to weddings where the photography team was not dressed up and was not mm -hmm. in that same level of um I don't know, matching the style of the event, you know. And to yeah. and I think that's really important and that's been a big turning point in my career. I yeah, I cringe whenever I look at uh, Facebook or not Facebook, Instagram, and I see like, you know, a, a BTS of a photographer and then you see like the videographer in the background and they're like wearing shorts or, you know, something. It's like, 
what are you doing? Or just just uh, even another level, I think like an easy rig or something. It's like there's a there's a a spot where you can have too much equipment and be like too dressed down or you know, you got to have like this mold. You got to like blend in but also be known. It's there's a, a uh, it's a balancing act, I feel like. But yeah, I think if you are looking good and dressing good, it's it's a it's a mindset not only for you but also for the people that you are working with, your couples, your clients and the guests at the wedding who didn't hire you but know that you're there working for the wedding and so that's a huge a huge thing for sure and also you know it's like at, at this point in my career you know it's definitely couples are making it quite an investment into into my service so when i walk in especially my destination clients sometimes i've never met them in person before so when i walk into that room that very first impression you know because as you know we're, we're paid long before the event actually takes place so mm-hmm. you know when we walk in and make that first impression i want them to know like Yes, that was money well spent for sure. I know already that Chris is going to deliver exactly what we want. And that's that's priceless, that first impression ability when you walk into the room. Yeah, first first impressions are key. I I definitely can attest to that. It's yeah, when you walk in, if you're if you're off on the day of, like they can tell right away. You got to be like on it, dressing good, everything. So with your eye for fashion, is there any tips that you could uh, maybe instill upon a couple when they're maybe directing their guests to dress a certain way for a wedding, um, especially a destination wedding in Hawaii? Definitely. You know, I go to a lot of high-end wedding industry events and, and for all these events, you know, we'll get these very detailed mood boards that outline, you know, welcome party. They want all the men dressing like this, all the women dressing like this. So they're really directing the overall stylistic vibe of the event. Um, and I think for couples, it's really great to be ultra specific. Um, your guests will appreciate it if they get a mood board that says, you know, welcome party. We want everyone in like upscale casual or like aloha chic, like and, and show some examples because when everyone is in a theme and dressed together, the event is elevated. And it's just, it's fun because then everyone's like, oh, I love how you chose that idea or how you interpreted this. And and it raises, it gives a little more X factor to the event that without those specifics, a lot of events just don't have. Um, And then on the wedding day, you know, for me, I love formal black tie. I mean, I think nothing is classier. Again, every couple is different. But for me, when everyone's in tuxedos and the women are all in beautiful gowns, I mean, that to me is like the pinnacle of like if we're doing it like let's do it and um and that vibe too because you know when you're in a tuxedo you're kind of taking on a slight different you know you're still yourself but you're sort of in a character that day it's like okay you feel like james bond you know the girls feel like these incredible goddesses and it just it raises this like internal like vibe that is so fun to photograph it's it's definitely it creates a not a uniform that's kind of a bad word but like a uh, a vibe for the day it's um it's it's versus like you go you go to school and every kid is just wearing whatever they want and some kids are wearing skater outfits and whatever it's like i i got kids so that's why i'm using this analogy (laughs) but and then and then you go to like a private school and every kid is dressed in a uniform you just automatically have this like elevated sense of um it's not that one is better than the other. It's just that you just have this uniformity and this just like look. And um, yeah, I, I guess that's, it's a bad analogy, but 
it's the same thing with the wedding. You show up and everyone's kind of got the, everyone has the clue on what they're supposed to wear. And then the whole event is going to be seamless. And so just anything from, at least for me as a video side, drone shots to just establishing shots, you're just going to see everybody in the background is going to be kind of fitting there and looking like they should be there versus if it's just like this mesh of just everybody's, it's a free for all. So for I definitely, sure. <laughs> I definitely get where you're, where you're coming from for that. Um, as far as Hawaii goes, is there anything that couples should know as far as uh, maybe dressing in Hawaii? I know tuxedo is your favorite. I know it's hot in Hawaii. Um, yeah, so so I've been I've been working with this incredible custom suit maker. We're going to give him a plug, Endeavored Threads, and he is absolutely a genius at fabrics and fabric choices. So what I've been doing for my Hawaii suits is they are like literally there's zero lining inside so as a man in a jacket who's especially working my jackets are ultra lightweight and super breathable even if i'm in a tuxedo i mean it is like it, there's so much airflow that i no longer have like that that sweating like i it, you just manage to stay cool with a really incredibly designed garment you know so i definitely recommend for grooms to look into move past just renting a tuxedo i mean this is your wedding day make an investment get a gorgeous beautiful tuxedo that you can wear you know on anniversaries again or fancy date nights you never know i i, I believe every man should have an incredible tuxedo but um so if you invest in a, in a custom-made piece and you especially tailoring it towards hawaii minimal lining very light, breathable fabric. You're going to look incredible. You're not going to be too hot. And you're going to have an incredible piece that you can celebrate for the rest of your life as well. So as a photographer who has lived in both Maui and now in California, what are some key differences you've noticed when it comes to planning and photographing weddings in these two locations? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, in, in Hawaii, a lot of our bookings tend to be like that six six to eight hour range typically. Um, we're usually all at one hotel, one site. There's not a lot of uh, transfers of venues. We have a very stable sunset time. So it's like, you know, the order of events in Hawaii is, is pretty uniform as far as timelines go. Um, so in California, you know, during the summertime, our, we don't have sunset till sometimes close to eight o'clock at night. So we're shifting a lot of the timeline. So I tend to be working more eight to 12 hour days in California as opposed to the six to eight in Hawaii. And with ex all that extra sunlight, you know, there's a lot more time for maybe secondary venues or take the couple over here or let's like, let's extend this cocktail hour. Like there's just a lot more space for, um, for different types of activities and a longer uh, daylight celebration in California than in Hawaii. Um, and besides from that, there's there's such a variety of venues too in California. It's like I can be at a I can be in a state one day, I can be at a golf club the next day, I can be at a country club, I can be at a hotel. I you know I mean it's there's so much variety, and not that there isn't in Hawaii, but Hawaii you go there because you want that the palm trees, the blue sky, the sunsets. You want you want that, and that's why you go to Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii, uh, couples who are choosing Hawaii are choosing it for a certain reason. They want a certain look to the background. They want yeah. a certain weather that they can count on. Um, they want those the different venues that we offer here, like Turtle Bay, Monte Kohonua, um, the number one hotel on uh, Kauai. You got um, Hotel Wailea, like all those. Yeah. They're, they're kind of, they're all different, but they're, yeah, they're in that category of, 
like you said, palm trees, blue sky. Um, I have a friend who does weddings, uh, wedding videography in Oregon, and he, yeah, same thing. He says it's like his typical day is eight hours and then on up, whereas mine is like eight hours is one of my like upper packages because just yeah. things are more crammed in here. Not crammed in, but the timelines are a little bit shorter. Uh, so I think couples do need to keep that in mind when they're booking a wedding in um, Hawaii. If they're if they've been price shopping videographers or photographers on the mainland versus Hawaii, they're like, oh, why is a six hour package for this guy in Hawaii different than, or about the same price as like maybe a 10 hour package or an eight hour package from somebody on the mainland. And that's because our times are shorter. Um, it's more about that uh, quality that we feel like kind of packed in there. And we're all used to shooting, especially you as well, those shorter times and getting everything done in those uh, times where we actually have good light throughout the day. And just to jump in on one more point on that too, I think when couples are coming to Hawaii, I'm such a fan of the multi-day event. Like you're going to be having a welcome party. There might even be a rehearsal dinner. These are also from a, a fashion standpoint, other great, great opportunities to highlight your guests and your personal fashion and style and to have it all photographed and captured and videoed is like, I think it's so important because it tells the, the totality of the event and you just don't ever miss a beat. Exactly. I've, I've had uh, couples that I've booked and uh, they've hired me like maybe just for the wedding. And then I'm like on Instagram and I see that they had like a boat trip and then like a luau and then third day was the wedding. And I was like, wow, your film could have been just so much more amazing. And I even saw speeches being like presented like the night before at the luau. I'm like, all that audio is not lost forever, but it's not recorded. And so there's, there's so many moments that you could be uh, taking advantage of because Hawaii is such a destination that, yeah, you're exactly right. The, the whole week should be celebrated and the whole week can be captured. And then you're not just packing that six hour wedding day full of photos. And then you're actually going to relieve a lot of stress too, because you're like, Hey, I've already got photos with my grandma. You know, obviously you want exactly. them on the wedding day, but you've already got those photos. You've already got like photos with your friends hanging out. So the actual wedding day is going to be a lot more stress-free knowing that other things are captured. And then you just have the relatability. It's like what you're talking about first impressions. It's like when we're showing up the first day is maybe the boat trip, not the wedding day where it's, you know, tensions are high. Everything's, you know, maybe a little bit behind schedule or the timeline's running late or, you know, just typical wedding things that we are all used to that we can handle. But where our first impressions are taking on that first day, that's like the boat trip. So it's, exactly. And, yeah. and for me, selfishly, it's an opportunity for the guests to see my style on multiple days leading up to the wedding as well. I love it. I love it. So Hawaii is known for its natural beauty and breathtaking landscapes like we just mentioned. How do you incorporate those stunning surroundings of the islands in your photography? That's such a great question. You know, early in my career, I was, I was so invested in the, it's even in my tagline still, where fashion, nature, and weddings collide, you know, where it's such a beautiful place. Um, so how can I create that sense of place in those images with my couples looking absolutely fabulous. So, you know, from either it's these big panoramic wide shots, you know, sometimes it's on the cliffs of Kapalua up at the Ritz-Carlton there, like I'll backlight it at sunset, make something super dramatic. And then like even like the close-ups of them just in love, looking at each other with the palm tree silhouettes in the background. Like it, it's how can I incorporate those elements in such a seamless um, way? Um, and then how can I like, 
almost sometimes even have my couples get lost in the beauty. So it's almost this landscape photo with them as this tiny little element. I love doing moments like that. Um, and then just like, you know, telling that story of where they are, you know, that's, that's really important for, that's why they chose Hawaii. Exactly. If, if they chose Hawaii for a reason, definitely feature it in the photos and the video. So definitely as a luxury wedding photographer, you've had the privilege of capturing some extraordinary moments. Can you share a particularly memorable experience photographing couples out, out here in Hawaii? I've had, I've definitely had some incredible moments in, in the last 12 years. There was one, one incredible one in particular that I think will always stick with me. It was out in Hana. Uh, it was with an incredible planner friend of mine, Mana Creative. She cuts her time between Colorado and Hawaii. And um, we had this gorgeous young couple. We're, we're out there in Hana, which you know can be torrential rains for like 10 seconds, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, and then the most beautiful moments ever. And it was a beautiful day, like bright blue skies, the whole shebang. Everyone's getting ready for ceremony. And then literally out of nowhere, just the storm clouds come in, envelope almost just over where the ceremony site was. So everyone's like rushing to get the pop-up tent over the musician and like cover up the equipment. And it just, it dumps. Like we're talking just torrential sound effect time amount of rain the couple's like kind of freaking out and i'm just like look i know this is crazy we're just like let's just ride it out we got we have nowhere else to go today you guys let's just take a let's take a breath let's enjoy this for a moment and we just sort of i got to know the couple in this like from them being very like nervous and like um, starting to get bummed out i I was able to connect with them on this way of like, hey, let's just talk about your love story. I got to know them even deeper. And f five minutes into it, the rain stopped, the clouds parted, and it was the most beautiful lighting ever. And then the wedding proceeded. And afterwards, it was one of those moments where, you know, we, we do this a lot, Caleb. You know, we, we witness love stories day in and day out. But every now and then there's those moments that seek in and you're like, this is why I do this. And like, you almost get emotional because of the gravity of, of a nature cooperating, the couple, like getting that dream moment and against all odds, it all works out. So that was pretty exciting. We being a photographer and videographer actually spend probably the most time with the couple out of anybody else during the wedding day. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they might think, oh, yeah, we're going to be with like our parents or our friends most of the day. And then you are. But like, we're there, too. We're, we're going to be with them the whole day. So, yeah, those moments where maybe it was a little bit of a downer where it's like, oh, it's raining right now. It's like, you know, yeah, just take a breath. Look around. You're in Hana, which is yeah. like amazing and beautiful. And just realize that it's all about you two and your love for each other. And the rain's going to pass, but you guys will still be there. And, you know, we're, we're there to like give those uplifting words. We're not just going to be capturing every single moment like I definitely put the camera down every once in a while too and just chat with the couples and let them know like I'm human you're a human this we're in this together and it's just uh I think that's a we're almost like therapists throughout the day sometimes you know <laughs> for sure I, I like to call myself the fifth bridesmaid <laughs> that's, that's my role <laughs> <laughs> the fifth bridesmaid I love it that's it um so you're, you're a busy guy, you're, you live in California, you still photograph a lot of weddings out in Hawaii and all over the place. Where, or sorry, how soon should a couple reach out to you to book with you? Because if, if they really want you, there's gotta be, I know most people say it's like a year out is good, but 
for you, what's an ideal number um, as far as how long to book you? You know, anywhere from eight to 14 months right now is, is a perfect sort of, you know, every now and then I got short, like last minute availability too, but in a perfect world, I'm getting booked eight to 14 months in advance. So as soon as they get engaged, as soon as they pick their venue, like give me a call and let's, let's get it on the books. Um, I'm so grateful and I feel so blessed that just my career has just been on such this incredible like slingshot, uh, especially since I moved back to California that it's just, you know, I'm just trying to, to wake up every day and just, you know, get those, get those shoes on and get out the door and be somewhere new and amazing and tell great love stories. So eight to 14 months is a short answer to a long question. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and congratulations, by the way, on winning Santa Barbara photographer of the year. That's awesome. Uh, thank you so much. It was such an honor. You know, it's such a tight knit community out here. And to, I, cause I, I moved back two weeks before COVID. So it was like, I had this whole plan in place, moved to California, hit the ground running network events, meet the scene. And then it was like zip screeching halt. And then 2021, everyone was so busy. There wasn't a single planner who would, could even fathom taking the time to meet a, yet another photographer trying to like, you know, get on their radar. So it took, it was a lot of fortitude and just a lot of patience on my part. Um, a lot of meditation, which I've been into too. We can talk about at the end of this, but, um, but it finally just all worked and emerged and, you know, finally got my name out there and here I am. Well, congratulations. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Thank you. Um, looking ahead, are there any trends or developments you see in the, um, luxury wedding photography is there any new styles or anything that you see coming up or anything new approaches that you really want to take with your uh with your craft I, you know for me i've been trying to deconstruct the process a lot and i think that's the biggest trend we're seeing right now where clients do they still want this elevated fashion story but they do want things told even more utterly authentic and you know for me i've tried to strike which is funny for the fashion guy to say, but I'm trying to strike posing like the word completely out of my vocabulary and out of the experience and replace it with directing. You know, I'm trying to give my couples real scenes and direction that will lead them into these incredible things while them maintaining their utter authenticity. You know, in the past where it was like, okay, Every groom, he gets the shot standing like this. The bride stands like this. They look at each other like this. Well, you know, after so many years and so many events, I just, you know, everyone's different. Everyone stands different. Everyone looks at their partner differently. Everyone has different energy. So by giving them more direction and empowering them, I think that I'm capturing more authentic versions of themselves and, like I touched on earlier, more beautiful versions of themselves because I'm telling the truth. I'm telling their truth and capturing that. Um, I see that as a, the, one of the biggest trends. And I also see a lot of like slower shutter speed, very artsy things where in the past we would have like just whizzed past that image. Like these images are being celebrated more as capturing a, uh, an emotion and a dream and like something that's very like intangible as opposed to that mm -hmm. utter perfection. Almost like it was a mistake, but now it's, it's something on purpose. And Going back to what you were saying about directing versus posing, it's crazy too because as a videographer, I work with so many different photographers and 
photographers just tend to do more of the directing. I'm somebody who's kind of in the middle. I don't just, I'm not a fly on the wall, but I'm not going to like take over. I'm in the middle. It's like, if there's a shot that I want, I speak up. If there's something I see, I speak up. But again, I'm, I'm same with you. I'm trying to capture these authentic moments and just do as little directing as possible. But it's crazy that I, when I'm with all these different photographers, I'll hear the same prompts from like all these different photographers to do <laughs> the same movements. And it'll be different photographers who have never met or worked with each other. And I personally, yeah, am getting tired of just like, oh, do this and do this and do this. And then it's like, I go to the next wedding and like the photographer's like, oh, do this, do this and do this. And I'm like, can we like switch it up? It's this couple's day. It's not that couple's day. It's it, it, let them be them. And um, yeah, I think I, I'm glad that that is on trend and that's something that I pe people are realizing. And that could just be because there's more videos available out there. There's more... Uh, photos available for people to see as far as Instagram. Social media is kind of on the rise and people when they're planning their wedding are browsing across all those mediums and they're seeing what everybody else is doing and some aspect of them wants what everybody else has but they also want to be true to themselves and have their day be authentic and unique and uh, I think the more that we dive into that um, I think that's that's a good thing so I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. Definitely, you know, and I think too, it's like, and when clients tell you this, when they say they, they don't want posed pictures, they do. <laughs> There's still going to be a couple that you have to get, like you, you have to get, and, and sometimes, you know, you can forget just that classic, both you guys, chest to chest, look at camera. Like we need that one photo that's going on mom's refrigerator. Like if we don't get it, like, you know, like we have to get it. So it's really taking clients um, and like absorbing what they want, putting it through your machine and giving them 95% of that. But that other 5%, there are must-gets that are in our world and in our industry that we absolutely have to get. So telling our clients now, yes, this will be your vision. We will capture your vision, but there will be some things that you have to just, we're going to have to get. Yeah, trust us. We know what we're doing. We know what needs to happen. We know when moments are going to come up and we're going to be ready for them. And yeah, there's just that whole mesh of, you know, I think experience is huge on that. For sure. And it's reading the room too. You know, you got to know when the time to drop that is and when the time to lay back is. I, I tell couples all the time, I'm like, that's my superpower is like, I read the room. Like I, I hear these little things like, oh yeah, I like to smile with my teeth. And I'm like, okay, I'll remember that the rest of the day. Or I, I like this or, you know, or this pose is cool. Or just like, um, I really, you know, my grandma is really special to me. So then anytime that they're with their grandma, I'm, you know, capturing that moment. So yeah, it's, it's reading the room, walking in, knowing when you should just chat with them or when you should start taking photos or video. So lastly, do you have one tip or piece of advice for couples choosing Hawaii as their destination for their wedding? It's such an incredible place. Um, every venue is so unique and different. Every venue has incredible pros and has cons. So like go in person, see every place, meet the staff, meet the planners. And, and I tell this to every couple, no matter where it is, find people that really like are into you and your vision and really are going to put your experience as the most important thing forward, you know, cause there's, it's such a commodity, our industry now. And there's so many people that are like, you know, there are people in every industry that just do it for the paycheck and there's others that do it with heart and soul. So just go to the venues, 
meet the planners, meet the professionals, meet everyone and see who you really truly shine with. Because like you said, you know, we're spending the whole day with them. They're choosing to be immortalized on their wedding day in this location. So just make sure you absolutely love it. Invest some of your time and energy in the people that you want to book. And when you see that they're investing back into you, you know it's a good fit. For sure. And you know, just because like maybe you went to a wedding there or your friend got married there, you know, everyone, again, everyone vibrates at different frequencies. So just make sure that you're finding venues, people, professionals that just vibrate in sync with you and you're going to have a seamless, beautiful day. Well, thank you, Chris. I've uh, enjoyed our chat and uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to jump on here with me. Me too. It's such a pleasure. And everyone can find me at Chris J. Evans photo on Instagram and chrisjevans.com. Follow along and uh, reach out. Woo! Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, feel free to follow us on Instagram and also visit our website at www.hawaiiweddingtalkspodcast.com. Mahalo. See you in paradise.